Welcome to the Unofficial Scholars Podcast with Dylan Stubblefield and David Hancock, where we discuss everything from science fiction to pop culture. We're not experts. We're not scholars. We're two guys having a casual conversation about the things that interest us. If you'd like to become an unofficial scholar, go to patreon.com slash unofficial scholars for exclusive content. Dude, I was thinking uh, a couple days ago about just how crazy it is, how much, and I know we've talked about like AI and stuff, but just how much technology has changed in our lifetime. Like, I think it's just crazy to think how someday I'm going to have to explain to my son that we had home phones and they were only used for calling. And beyond that, we even had rotary phones. Did you ever have one of those? I never had a rotary phone. And I'm assuming everyone listening probably knows what it is, but there's a dial and you have to put your finger in the hole of that number, spin it all the way around, let it spin back, and then do that 10 times to make a call or whatever, seven if it's a local call. It's pretty technical. But that's so wild, man. Like the, the idea that, because nowadays, like when we say our phone, it's like, it's barely a phone. Like we, we don't even use it to talk to people that much. It's it's mostly not a phone. But back in the day, it's like, yeah, we had this thing that was connected to a wire that we had that we exclusively used for talking to people. Didn't you send me something recently? It's a new gadget that came out and it's called like the pin. And it's oh, this company yeah. that teamed up with T-Mobile, I think. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a prank. Unless it's like a... Like, dude, actually, before I talk about that pin, <laughs> it reminds me, like, 10 years ago, it was like, I don't know, 2013, I think it was Google or one of these companies did like, you know how people... I mean, April Fool's, right? Sometimes the corporations get in on the April Fool's. And I think they put out like this video. And again, I think it was Google. But they put out this video and it was like, Google smells or something like that. And then you you would play the video. It was like an advertisement once you got on the browser. And they explained this, like how they were going to implement smells, like the sense of smell in your search engine. What? And the way that they described it, though, bro, they like went all in depth. Like they went super technical and they said the way that your photons, like that we arrange the photons, they hit the screen and they bounce off and we use... <laughs> We use sound waves to interact with the photons and carry the two plus nine divided by six, and then <laughs> now you can smell. Are you? Did you look it up? Yeah, it's called Google Nose. Google Nose. What is this real? It's not real, but it was like the video was well made, and at the time I was, I was you know ten years younger, and and when I was watching it, I was like, wow, this is fucking like, here's the future. I'm waiting for that. I mean, that would be pretty crazy. There's a lot of. Um, There's a lot of things. I used to watch these YouTube videos and they're like, you know, emerging technologies, things that you'll have like maybe five years from now. And I think it was like back in like 2015, I was watching one and it was like, by the time 2020 hits, you're going to have this. And Mm -hmm. it was basically like um, on your phone, your phone would vibrate, right? In a certain way on your screen to where when you touched it, you could feel textures. So let's say you're shopping on Amazon for like a pair of pants you could like, you know, click like the button where it says like sample and it would send vibrations in a certain part of your screen in a certain pattern where you would be able to feel like, oh, that's like the gene texture or some kind of, yeah, I mean, that's at least that's like, that was the idea. I don't, obviously, I don't know if any success came out of that because I've not seen anything 
remotely close to that. That'd be pretty wild. But back to the pins. What was the pin? Look that up really quick. Yeah. So the pin was, uh, it's this little gadget that you wear on your shirt. And I think you just wear it like close to your heart on your chest. And it projects like a hologram onto your hand. And it has like a clock and a home screen. And the way that you move your hands, you could change to read your messages or make a phone call. It does all kinds of shit. What is it called? Yeah, it's called the AI pin by a company called Humane. Um, and you're right. Yeah. I mean, it could be like the, based on the way you move your thumb, it could take you to the home screen. Then you move like your pinky and it could show you like the weather or whatever and stuff like that. You know, I'm skeptical about it until I actually use it. Cause I feel like stuff like this, at least in the past, and they're definitely getting better with AI and stuff, but it usually feels kind of gimmicky, you know, like I just don't understand. And I don't know, I haven't used it, but it, I just have a hard time believing that it's going to work that well like one yeah. move of a finger is going to like do exactly what it's supposed to and i don't know that when it projects like for, from the pin that's attached to your chest when it projects onto your hand is it does it kind of track your like hand to where yeah, yeah to, well i mean it's like do i have to hold my hand in a certain position to make sure okay. the home screen's on my hand yeah or does the camera have you know how like the gopros kind of like move with you these days they yeah. can kind of track like your body movements uh-huh. um can it track my hands where it's like, I just have to have my hand in the general vicinity right. and then it'll project onto my hand. I think that would be a lot less quirky, mm-hmm. but I think just the fact that you have something that's like so small on your chest, if you could walk around and have cellular data on that and you, let's say you just don't want to carry your phone today, right. it'd be a great opportunity to, to get rid of the phone, you know, and stop staring at a screen all day, but still be connected. Um, so that if you do have a tech, like get a text message or somebody needs to call you, it's an emergency, you can still take it. Right. Um, but what I thought was cool is it had that AI integration to where it's like, you know, if somebody texts you and we do this all the time, like you text me your garage code Mm -hmm. or something so I can get it. And then you have to go back and look it up and it's like, Oh, you know, what was the garage code and go through your text messages. Yeah. Well, this was capable of searching through using AI to search through your text messages and you could be like, like, Hey, what's that garage code? That's right. Dylan sent me. And then it'll pop up and it'll be like, hey, it was like 2876. Dude, don't tell anybody my garage code. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that is, that is a cool feature. Um, another one that I thought was cool is even just, yeah, when he said like, I think in the video demonstration, they said like, catch me up. And it read all the text that they had missed. That way you don't have yeah. to pull your phone out. And they kind of gave you the, I think it's summarized too, where it didn't just like read it, it kind of gave yeah. you the gist. It was like, oh, your friend's texting you about dinner tomorrow night. Like, it seemed useful. There was other stuff too, like transit, like, translations you know translating language yeah that was really cool um no that's so crazy and that's one thing that like i wonder you know because like we've talked about you learning a new Mm -hmm. language is this going to like defeat the the need to even learn a new language because like we you almost don't need to at this point i was thinking that but i think there's also like for me i'm going to say probably yes right it's going to get to that point because i think there's also in the making right now. Oh, you see like the AI that's been coming out recently where they've been doing, um, they've been translating people's voices with their own voice, right? Instead of like, okay, so for example, um, like we're having this podcast right now, we could put send this into an AI engine and they would translate it using our voice, oh, yeah. but in a different language. Yeah, that's right? super cool. So man. that's even crazier because, you know, these are the things that you can't even fathom, you know, 10 years ago. It's like, oh, yeah, we might have like real time translators, right. but adding that extra like spark to like, okay, but it's also going to keep your voice. Right. That's insane. That's what that AI pin did in that video. Oh, yeah, demonstration. it did. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's, yeah, that's insane. That's so cool, man. And yeah, back to my point, like, 
we grew up in a time where if you wanted to connect to your internet, like dial up, you know, you had to completely mm-hmm. lose your ability to even make calls out because it went through your phone. Yeah. And, and like, I can, I can still hear the sound when you're connecting like, and here we are, man. It's crazy to me because I was just working on an, an IT certification and it was talking about, um, it was like talking about dial up, but it was like, nobody even uses this anymore. No. Like, this is not something like, why even teach? I mean, I guess I get it. Like, so you know the history, history of yeah. it. And it's like, if somebody says something, you don't sound like a total clown, but it's yeah. like, dude, I mean, I was really young when that was a thing. And so it wasn't like something, you know, professionally, I've never interacted yeah. with, with that, you know? Well, yeah, it's just the, uh, again, just going back to like the amount of things I'm going to have to explain to my son that like, you know, these things that we had, or even just having like buttons on phones, like actual, you know, tech or tactile like buttons to click. You know, I remember my first phone was one that you had to, it had like the normal one through nine and the pound and star. And then you turn it sideways and flipped it up and it had an actual keyboard. But there's like T9. Right. Which is actually, yeah, the Razor. I had the Razor too, which... Yeah, had to hit fucking, what, two, three times to get a C. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because it's like one through nine or whatever, zero through nine. And each number has, you know, three or four letters associated with it. And it's like, okay, if the number one was A, B, C. Yeah, I said that If you wanted C, you would hit one three times. One, 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 and that would give you the C. And then you'd hit a button to next it to let it know that you were like done and ready for the next letter. But uh, I got pretty quick with that. And I could text on T9 pretty quick. Look how far we've come. Now we can just swipe the text, talk the text. I know. I know. And I I feel like my kids so like our kids are so lucky. You know, it's it's and it's funny cuz now they're definitely going to look at us and they're going to look at like the technology that we were using like flip phones is like just antiquity, you know. Yeah, right. That's insane. Can I mean even like when like the Game Boy came out just how absolutely like groundbreaking that was to me yeah. that I could take my video game on the go. Like playing Pokemon in the car. It wasn't that for it was the PSP for me. The PSP, mm-hmm. I never had one. My friend had one, and I was so jealous, man, because that thing, the PSP was ahead of its time. Yeah, that thing was like way further ahead than I any think other so. portable gaming system. Well, I always, I, I remember playing a Game Boy. I remember having Grand Theft Auto Vice City yeah. on PlayStation Two, and I remember having a Game Boy and I was like man I'll know it's the future <laughs> yeah. when I can play like Vice City with the graphics <laughs> this good on my Game Boy right. you know that was like unfathomable and then they came out with like the Game Boy SP it was like a little bit better mm-hmm. or whatever it was like okay this is legit then the DS came out yeah. and that was like you could play like Metroid Prime on yep. like the DS and the graphics yeah. were pretty good and then like the PSP whatever might have came out in parallel with that but ultimately, I got a PSP and I was playing Grand Theft Auto, and I'm like, "Yep, we made We're it. We're here. We made it, boys." I feel like the PSP never really took off the way it should have. It just kind of got skipped over. Like I, I, I feel like it didn't get that popular, and I didn't have that many friends that had one. But yeah, again, that thing was. Like, you're right. Like the future when that thing came out, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, how can I play this game that I usually play on my TV? Mm-hmm. In the car. You know what was, it was always for me, it was the, um, I watched, there's a Disney movie, it was called like Xenon from the 21st century. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've told you about this before. And in that movie, the one thing that I remember, the takeaway was she had this thing called the Zap Pad. And the yeah. Zap Pad was basically an iPad. 
right? Yeah. But less fancy, I, I would even argue, right? It was just, <laughs> it was a screen you could FaceTime. It was like touch screen. You could have movies on it. You got a music on it, you know, like sound familiar. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's an iPad. And, um, and so now it's like, I, I remember looking at that and I was, that was another one. It was like, if I have this, we're in the future. Yeah. But now we're doing so many cool things, bro, with like the thing that people don't understand in this moment is that I remember just a few, several months ago, if you brought up chat GPT or AI, yeah, pe- like people had no clue what you were talking about. I remember telling my wife like six months ago or eight months ago, I was like this chat GPT thing. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But now it's integrated everywhere. It's like right. Snapchat, you know, not chat GPT, but an own, its own version of AI. Yeah. Twitter now has like Grok, which is its own version of AI. And, you know, they have, ChatGPT has this, like, 4.5 algorithm or whatever, but, like, I think they're working on, like, ChatGPT 5, you know? And what is, what's going to happen? What is going to happen to us <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> in, I in another about that. 20 years, man? Like, I think that, you know, the Tesla truck, I think, is just now coming out in yeah. North America, finally. This I think month. Elon just yeah. said something about Tesla truck. That's going to be badass to see in the streets. Yeah. I don't care. Haters are going to hate, dude, but that thing's cool as fuck. My brother-in-law has a friend that lives out in, um, I want to say San Clemente, somewhere in Southern California, and he saw one for the first time out on the road and said it's so surreal looking to see. It's almost... It, and everybody's seen pictures of it at yeah. this point. It, it almost looks like a cartoon. Yeah. Like it just doesn't look like it belongs in this reality. It it's looks so like insane. it belongs on Mars. Right. Yeah. yeah Which makes right. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. And Elon Musk is for sure, for sure an alien. I, remember, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I think he's made, he's made comments about extraterrestrials and aliens. And he's like, you know, if anybody would know, it's me. And it's like, I don't know, dude. I don't think, I don't think that you'd get the green light to do the shit that you were doing if you weren't already hushed by the the, the military mm. industrial complex mm. i don't even know what that means let's be honest by the government didn't he, they <laughs> they just had a a launch right um didn't they make yeah. it, i forget what the term is the firmament it's all man it's all it's all a smoke show it's all yeah. it's all smoke and mirrors they're just what launch, it is they're launching it's into like, the glass yeah, dome they're well they're like they're like, well, let's fucking throw together these rockets. We got to pretend like the money's going somewhere. It's like, <laughs> you know, we got to pretend like we're at least trying to be an interplanetary species. And so, you know, uh, I think Elon's just a, a figurehead and he's putting together these rockets and it's just smoke and mirrors because you got everybody else like Lockheed <laughs> and, you know, Raytheon and all mm-hmm. these other guys hiding in the background with their fucking sitting on this alien tech. Yeah. And they're getting to enjoy it, right? All those people and their families, you know, they're like, "Hey, you know, check, you want to see what I got in the warehouse? Like, fucking, <laughs> you want to take a, you want to take a ride into the stars? Right. Come on, like, they probably got it figured out, bro. They could, well, hey, let's let's visit the. I'll take you to the Milky Way today. We'll or take you through the Milky Way. We'll take a couple laps. Can you imagine, dude? Mm-hmm. Our, honestly, maybe it's not that far out, but like, our kids' generation is going to live in a vastly different time than what we live in. Like their their technology is going to make ours look like the Stone Age. I know. My grandfather was born in 1937. And think about what all he saw. The invention of the He was 10 years old in 1947. He was 10. Yeah. When he was 20, it was 57. And he was 30 in the 60s. Like, come on. And look at you now. Like, right. look at all the shit that you see. Like, right. I'm, I just hope if I don't die early, which it's, highly likely i feel like i don't take care of myself as well as i should to to like for the longevity yeah you know? yeah 
which I, I'm turning over a new leaf, man. I like that. I decided that it's like today instead of ordering like a uh, for dinner, instead of ordering something carb loaded, I just had some buffalo chicken tenders instead. <laughs> just all protein, <laughs> breaded and fried. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little bit of fats, you know, but low on right. the carbs. Yeah. Um, but. I don't even know. I lost my train of thought with that, but you get the picture. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Again, just imagine, yeah, you're right. Like our grandparents' generation seeing, going from radio, which was already crazy, like yeah. hearing someone in the room that's not there, all of a sudden, you know, stuff <laughs> Who's like- Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> and then you go to like, you know, stuff like the TV, yeah. the microwave, the toaster, like all these things that- Back, you know, we just look at them as like, yeah, that's just, you know, duh. That's the, the microwave, kitchen. the microwave still fucks me up. It does. I'm I like, get scared standing in front of it. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think about like all the shit in history that we've messed with. And, and that like, we've microwaved. <laughs> we've come back like, it's like when asbestos, you know, was, right. being, was being yeah, put dude. in as insulation in houses. They're like, yeah, this is this the is best great. shit. Like, it's non-flammable. You know, <laughs> FDA approved. I don't know, man. Like, but it's like, everybody's like, you know, I could just imagine the neighbors and he's like, yeah, you know, back in the fifties and he's like, yeah, I just got this just uh, gotta... new asbestos, uh, <laughs> you know, insulation put in or, or siding, you know, whatever. And, um, and then, and then now it's like, oh yeah, but by the way, it causes cancer. Right. Forty years from now, it's definitely like, oh, if you stood within six miles of a microwave, yeah, you definitely got cancer. Fuck, dude, that's what I'm imagining. That's legitimately <laughs> like, I'm like, now it's cool, but it's like, I think about this stuff a lot, man. There's so many people. There's two. There's like two types of people. You have. And this is going to be a hard thought to get out, but I'm going to try to get right. it out. I'm and it's you. somewhat unrelated, but this is still something I want to talk All about. Right. I'm on board. Um. There's always like there's these two types of people, and I'm gonna go into a little bit of conspiracy here. Um, but there are like certain types of people that like okay, so let, let's take like a physicist, right? Just a random like a physicist, maybe an uneducated, like a relatively undereducated, maybe not even a physicist, maybe <sighs> just a person that has this theory, and he's like, you know, I don't know. Let's say I'm gonna pick on uh, telepathy, right? And All somebody's right. like, because that seems like um, what do they call that? Not. Uh, what kind of science do they call that? Pseudoscience. Like, uh. woo-woo. Yeah, that's actually the word that I was looking for. It's pseudoscience. Pseudoscience is more correct, yeah. But woo-woo, you know? So, you know, you take somebody and they're talking about telepathy. And then you could take, like, a physicist or some some person that's, like, you know, got an education from an Ivy League school and they're, like, one of the biggest, you know, they're a huge scholar and they, you know, they know, you know, they're the subject matter expert, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And they look at somebody talking about telepathy or, or like, um... I don't know, like remote viewing or something crazy like that, right? And I'm yeah. not saying I'm a big remote viewer guy, but they might look at that that topic and say, okay, well, that's just fucking baloney because that that's not how physics works, yeah. right? And that's impossible for this, that, and the other reason. And there might be somebody else. I mean, and again, you don't even have to be educated, but just having your mind open to the possibility um, and saying like, okay, I'm not saying this is true, but this is a thought and it's, something that maybe we could look into maybe we can experiment with some more and maybe you know 50 years from now like maybe not now but maybe 50 years from now we might have the tools uh to be able to measure or analyze this in some way shape or form to give some validity to the subject but having that open mind i feel like is the difference between intelligence and people who are just kind of fucking stuck in a box and locked in their own dogma yeah um and so I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking about a lot lately is constantly you have people like shooting down other people's ideas or people that talk about, um, you know, like space travel. It's like, oh, there's no way that, 
you know, uh, UFOs are capable of making it to, to our planet because, you know, even if they were traveling at the speed of light, you know, it would take them X amount of years to get here from X galaxy. Right. And I just think that's so ridiculous because it's like, that's like the speed of light is our metric, right? right. That's the only yeah. thing that's really fathomable for us. But what about in like 4D and 5D spaces or 6D spaces? You know, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many possibilities. I mean, there's, I mean, the universe is big, bro. There's elements I'm sure out there yeah. that we don't know exist. Something sure. sexier than gold. <laughs> Something my wife would like more than a diamond. <laughs> You're an idiot. I, um, uh, it's funny you say that. Cause like actually within the last couple of days, I was just, sometimes my brain will wander off into the world of like theoretics, like things that absolutely are not possible, Yeah. but just like in the world of theory, anything can be possible, Yeah. you know? So like one example that I was just literally, I think it was yesterday, I was driving in my car and I'll just get stupid random thoughts. And one that I had yesterday was, I wonder if there was a way they can make glass so thick that if you dropped an A-bomb on it, yeah. it wouldn't shatter the glass. Possibly. And in theory, like the answer is yes. Like, you know, it would have to be, you know, who knows, thousands of miles thick yeah. glass. But practically, obviously, it's not going to happen. But, you know, I, like right. you said, though, I, I love the idea of, like, keeping an open mind to that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, I mean, just because we don't know that that technology is yeah. out there doesn't mean it's not out there, right? I think there was a science teacher in, like, the like ninth grade that said, you know, he's teaching a science class. And he was, it was, like, honestly, it was, like, very humble, right? Because he wasn't, he came out in front of the class and he was given a lecture. And then he said that, you know, the takeaway for me was he made a statement that was something like science is always falsifiable. Meaning yeah. that everything can all can it, at any point be proven to be incorrect, right? Right. So it's like the laws of physics as we know them, right? And I'm not a physicist; I don't really know the laws of physics. But they, you know, anybody at any point could come out and disprove that. Okay, they actually the laws of physics don't apply uh, if you're in galaxy B. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, those only apply if you're in Galaxy A. Yeah. And it's something totally different in Galaxy B. We've never been to Galaxy B. Um, I think he said something like ridiculous, like like leprechauns could exist. Like you can't tell me that that's impossible because it's possible yeah. that it exists. It might be in another plane or another dimension. But maybe maybe as you're thinking of things, other parallel universes are being created with those things. Yeah, that's what I love. Neil deGrasse Tyson one time said... That you know, who knows if out there there's a, a life 2.0 that we don't even recognize as human life or as what we would consider to be life. It's so mm-hmm. beyond anything that we can even comprehend or anything that we that we recognize. Um, so yeah, who knows? You know, maybe. I think about um, like infinite universes, right? Yeah. And a lot of people like I we obviously as human we struggle with the the number infinite, right? I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not a number, right? It's just right. infinite of whatever. Yeah. And um, I think about like, okay, what does that actually mean? It's like, if there's infinite, excuse me, if there's infinite universes, there could be our universe, and then there could be an exact parallel universe of our universe, yeah. but the difference is, is I have one less hair on my head, yeah. or I have one less of an eighth of an inch of hair on my head with one hair. Yeah. You know, it's like, again, and that doesn't even put a dent in infinite. Yeah, and that's what I, I feel like. And you could do, you could extrapolate that out to everything in the room. Oh, there was a speck on the wall in this universe, and in the next universe, the speck is slightly a to the right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
so I'm, I'm sure you've heard of this example, and this is going back to the, the theory thing, but if mm-hmm. you, the, the example is that if you took an impenetrable box and put an apple inside of it. I bet I could penetrate that, it. Shut the fuck up. I bet I could <laughs> penetrate it good, bro. All three inches of you, you can <laughs> penetrate shit. There's this, all right, the idea is there's this box with it, you put an apple in it. I like where you're going with this. And I fucking hate you. <laughs> Just kidding. And if you, if you extrapolate this out over billions of years, the uh, the theory is this apple would decay, um, and eventually it would take the shape of every th- possible thing to ever exist. Um, the I, I'll show I'll send you the video sometime, but it's it's pretty crazy. Apparently, it, it would superheat and continue to change into every single thing: a, a banana, a toy robot, a, you know, literally everything. Wait, why? <laughs> I should have watched the video before I started explaining this. I'll send you the video sometime, but it's, I might as well stop talking about it because I, I, I can't. This is, um, it's like explaining uh, quantum mechanics. Right. If you like listen to a, uh, like a, I don't know, a video or, or, or a lecture on quantum mechanics. It's, I can't even wrap my head around yeah, it. Yeah. That's why we're the unofficial scholars. Yeah. But I, I'll send you the video cause it's cool. Cause the idea is that this thing would eventually, this apple mm-hmm. would take the shape of every possible thing that has ever been and ever could be over the course of billions of years. And then would eventually become an apple again. All I can think about when you're describing this is like those videos of, of these guys that do like, they put an apple on the table and they do a time lapse as the apple just, you know, shits the bed. Yeah. It's <laughs> like over it time, does it that. just like gets dilapidated. <sighs> I wish I was smarter. I know. And then I could explain this. I don't, I don't bro. I think the, I think the, I think there's a very, you know, people say that ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Truer words have never been spoken. Yeah, I, dude. I, honest to God, as a child, I was much happier. I'm the happiest, but and I was not thinking as much. Yeah, I was an idiot. I was an idiot as a child, mm-hmm. but everything was fine, right? I I miss driving down the street and like seeing signs and seeing lights and buildings and facilities and uh, TVs and not understanding not, any of it. Right, not you know? reading into it. Yeah, <laughs> it just existed. You know, you're like, oh, how does the TV work? How does the internet? I don't fucking know. I just use it. You know that that. Like now it's like you hit a pothole and you're like, why the fuck isn't the government filling that yeah. fucking pot? back then? If I hit a pothole, I'd be like, Ooh, oh, that's a big pothole. <laughs> that's a big hole. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, I, I guess it just like the mystery. Right. So, and that's the thing. It's the mystery. I feel like the mystery has been sucked out of everything. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, you know, it's like you, I just remember I have all these great memories of being a kid and like running around in my backyard and there was like a woods in the backyard. Like I had never explored yeah. the woods before. What's in there? You know, it's like that interest. It's that inquisitiveness. It's that like wanting to be an explorer or a scientist or having all these goals and these, and people aren't ruined for you yet. Right. right? Also, yeah. because as a kid, you look at like astronauts and pilots and doctors and you're like, man, these people are so cool. And everybody also... I'm just going to get on a tangent on this, but everybody also as a kid treats you like really good, you know? So you don't like, you have all this faith in people. People are so cool. You know, you meet a fireman, you're like, oh, he's so nice. And as an adult, you meet a fireman or, you know, occupation X and it's like, oh, he just like fucked some other girl behind his wife's back. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's more to this. He's not perfect. (laughs) It's a raw deal. Do you, do you think that the access to information that we have has made that worse not just because we've aged but also because we can look up things so fast and you know we see all this content all the time do you think that has anything to do with what you're talking about it's a double-edged sword i think that 
Uh, part of that is awesome because I think we're getting yeah. more knowledge. I think I think as a species, sometimes it doesn't seem like this. Sometimes it seems like we're getting dumber as a society, <laughs> as a whole. Yeah, I um, but that. I think at the same time, if you look at us, if you like, if you people seem stupid. Like people seem like they're getting dumber. But if you actually zoom out and look at the big picture of society in general, like if you were totally bipartisan and you had no skin in the game for humanity whatsoever and you just kind of looked at it and you watched it evolve over thousands of years, you'd be like, oh, they're still improving. Like we're still on an uphill, like we're still on an incline. Right. Well, yeah, that goes goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning, which uh this made me think, do you remember, did you ever text Cha-Cha? Yes. Do you remember that? 242242. That's right. Yeah. Is that correct? I think so. Dude, that was so crazy because like nowadays all we got to do is pull up Google real quick and we got it. Back then, if you wanted the answers, you either had to go to your computer Mm -hmm. or you could text Cha-Cha a question and they would take a couple seconds and text you back the answer. Yeah. Man, I remember like you unlocked a memory. Think about how many things get lost and you're like, how yeah. many things you've learned or how many songs that happens too sometimes. Right. Like I'll hear a song that I haven't heard in like 10 years and I'm like, oh my Still God, that's word. a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might have to listen to it twice, but after that first listen, I'm like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I used to love this song, you know, but you get burnt out on it and then you mm-hmm. don't listen to it for 10 years and you forgot that it exists. Yeah. That happens all the time. No, that's, again though, I was just thinking about how, I mean, think about that. Like I, I'm pretty sure I heard recently that Cha-Cha was actually like, People worked for that company. Like they, you would send it a text, and then somebody was at a computer would look up your answer and then text it back to you. No way. I, you think so? I don't know if that's entirely. I mean, true. yeah, I've heard uh, well, that. That kind of makes sense. I mean, with the technology at the time, it's not like it's not like Cha Cha was Chat GPT. Yeah. Right. How did right. they do it? There had to be some sort of some sort of madness to it. Man, like I don't know. Technology, again, it just going back to technology, it's so cool because, you know, the earliest computers, they used like these punch cards, right? Yeah. And like the 50s, they used like punch cards and they were like vacuum tube computers and all kinds of shit. I mean, there's all kinds of history on it if you look up like the first generation of computers. Yeah, they were, they were like the size of an entire room. Yeah, man, they were huge. I mean, literally when they talked about a bug in the system, that comes from like legitimately like uh, like bugs that would be in the computer and, and I actually, you can look this up. The first, I'm, I'm not shitting you. This is documented. One of the first, in, like the first instances are the first instance where the coin or the term was coined a bug in the system was legitimately because I think um, like a bug went in, uh, you know, went into the system and it got caught between, you know, I, I don't know, a cup, a couple capacitors or it got caught between, you know, it, it, it short circuited the system in, sh- in some way, shape or form and like fried a, fried a circuit board. No I mean, they way. didn't have a fucking circuit board, but you get the point It fried yeah. a component and uh, on the note, it was like bug in the system, you know, which is what caused it to not work. Look it up, man. That's I'm not hilarious. making this shit up. And, um, and I mean, they were just that big, but it's incredible, not even just the size, but to think about, they were using like punch cards. There wasn't even like a digital screen. You would like punch, you know, like, I, I don't even really understand how that process worked, but you can look that up too. They used punch cards on the earliest computers. And, um, you know, now think about 20 years from now, I just can't fathom it. Yeah. Dude, I got, I remember, well, shit, I didn't, I think we got my first home computer when I was probably four. I don't know, five or six. And fast forward to now, like 
parents will just throw an iPad in front of their kids to pacify them, mm-hmm. you know, because like we just take it all on the go. But, but I mean, it was a luxury, man. I, I remember getting the first computer in my house and thinking like, wow, this is this is the future. We we are in a new era because I can have this and I don't have to like go to the library to get on the computer This in my house. It's crazy. Well, and we, like for me, I didn't have a a computer in my house. And so we would go over to, I remember being like, like 13 or 14, like going over to my friend's house and they had a desktop computer and we would get on MySpace. Yeah. Like and just hang out at his house, be on his computer, get on MySpace, fucking, um, what do they call that? Like the trolls shit, t- not shit talk. What do they call oh. that? <laughs> shit post. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We would shit post, bro. But that was like the wild, wild, like people, kids these days will never understand that there was a wild, wild west of social oh, media and there wasn't really any governance. It was just social media. It existed. It wasn't really in, um, in the, in the, like, as far as like adults go, and yes, like obviously it was developed and worked on by adults, but like as far as your parents went when you were a teenager back then, like parents weren't paying attention. They didn't know shit about right. MySpace. They were we, like, what? MySpace? Like, what is that? Yeah. We you know? didn't, you, they didn't know that there could be like bad information out uh-huh. there. And I, like, like you, it's funny you say that because I would just got on MySpace like a couple weeks ago and my mm-hmm. old account from sixth grade is still there. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of the old posts that I made. And like That's funny. some of the stuff is missing. Like if you try to click on a picture, it's just white with a little question mark yeah. in the middle of it, which makes me sad because I'm sure there's some hilarious stuff on there. But there's old edits that I used to do. You I'm could shocked put like that music. it's even online. I know. So. It's not like, it's kind of in like an archive state probably a little bit, but like mm-hmm. it's still there. They were going to put it in the Smithsonian. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, need to, dude. Rip out the servers and put them in the Smithsonian. Every, everybody's first friend, Tom I know. from MySpace. Tom, and then you had your top five list or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. I, dude, I, I'm embarrassed because, like, looking back, um, I had, like, and I was not popular by any stretch of the imagination. And my top five were like the most popular girls in my school. <laughs> I was like, I talked to them like once. You know, now that would be considered like borderline creepy. I mean, it would be considered creepy. Yeah. But at the time, like I just, you know, they were the most popular girls. I thought they were so cool. You know, they, they might have like, one of them was like relatively nice to me. And so I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to put you as like my top, you know, my top two. You know, you'll be my number two. I was trying yeah. to like impress her, you know. <laughs> like, I'll put you number two if you let me hang out with you guys at lunch. <laughs> That's Dude, that used to cause some drama too. That and Snapchat when it first came out, you could see people's like top three friends on Snapchat. Snapchat was newer though. Snapchat yeah, was like newer. the new era. You're right. But I'm MySpace saying, was like, like the wild, wild west. That kind of shit got people in trouble, especially yeah. in like relationships when somebody would see like, oh, why is this person your top friend? You know, like. Like, yeah, that <laughs> probably ruins some relationships. Jumping back to the lack of governance is again like, I, and I just want to really drive it home because what people don't understand is that it really again, and that's most of the younger generation. But when you would get on MySpace, like there wasn't this idea really of number one. There really wasn't this 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 is back. Yeah, I think this is back like I don't know, two thousand seven. Right. So like cybersecurity concepts and and like um you know, uh, censoring, like these were all like censoring wasn't even really a concept, right? Cybersecurity was still like a relatively new, I guess to some extent, a relatively new concept on online. Like, I mean, to the general public, right? It It was like teaching people how to behave on computers and how to not get hacked and, um, like internet safety, but we would get on MySpace, bro. And like, Everybody was like, I mean, people threatened to kill other people. <laughs> like, I mean, they shit post. It was like everything was anonymous. There was yeah. no like doxing. You couldn't track anybody. Like, I mean, I guess you could. It depended on like the effort that you put into yeah. it. But 
um i miss that like people don't like it was like yeah it was like bullying but it was it was fun it was fun <laughs> it was like i wasn't even necessarily i was maybe being bullied and i thought it was hilarious people like roast the shit out of you well now i'm like, You're like well that's creative yeah i'm like yeah <laughs> what like, did you, you, you did what to my mom <laughs> yeah on like video game even like on call of duty and stuff in like middle school nowadays there's like all these i don't know i'm haven't put don't play a lot of online games anymore but i've heard that there's like moderators and you'll get kicked for saying certain things or whatever dude yeah call of duty like middle school chats like in the game were unregulated dude hmm. i mean the yeah. amount of times i heard just some of the worst shit coming from some fucking you know nine-year-old in oh, I was gonna N- say, north yeah. carolina or something just saying just dropping in bombs and like just anything and everything it was the wild west man it was um man what the fuck i was um you've played i guess a little bit of like the oculus like the vr shit and the oculus they have this um you know like meta like meta quest right the meta world and so it's basically like um you have an avatar and you can run around and there's it's it's really not that cool to be honest you know it's like it's a good attempt of like what what we would like VR to be, yeah. but I'm still waiting to get plugged up, like plug a you know and a chip into my neck, and then let me just like kind of like <laughs> slump over in the chair and right. enter the the metaverse. But um, you can basically run around, and this it's not really open world, but you jump through like rooms and different games or whatever. And, yeah. uh, there's still a fair like I'm surprised there's still a fair amount of shit talking that goes on. Um, especially out Good. of like these younger kids, man. Good. They they can't be like <laughs> they're like and eight Bill's or nine, character, dude. and they're running around and they're talking like this. Yeah. And they're saying, "Come here, come here, Jimmy John, come here, Jimmy boy." <laughs> I remember, like, I uh, it cracks me up, dude. But it's um, and they'll roast you too. You get on there and you have a voice like mine, and it's like, yeah. all right, you know, like I'm jumping. To, oh, what do I do over here? And they're like, "Get off of here! How old are you? Yeah, shut up, dumbass! <laughs> yeah, dumb motherfucker, this. dude, I'm weak." Um. Shit, dude. Adam, I don't know why that reminded me of. Uh, Adam Sandler just came out. I guess it was Happy Madison just came out with this uh, this new movie where Adam Sandler plays as like this gecko. I saw that. Or this bearded dragon. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen um, it. We just watched it, my Is wife it and I. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Dude, I love Adam Sandler. I do too. He's funny, man. And uh, I think the idea is like, I hope this is like some new era that they're going into where they're starting you know because you got like dreamworks and you got pixar and it's like this is maybe gonna be the happy madison era of like their animated movies yeah i would love that but it was funny because the way that they portrayed and again i'm sorry i don't know the name of this movie but i'm sure you could find it pretty quick is it really leo yeah it's called leo yeah it's the the lizard thing damn dude i saw a preview of it today. good memory oh today yeah so it was fresh in your mind yeah i watched the whole movie i didn't know what it was called but it um you know it's got it's got some like comedy in it like some so, some of the scenes are actually pretty funny some of them are a little bit dull in my opinion but um long story short uh there was shit man oh yeah the the little uh kindergartners that they have like there's a school and like there's these kids and the lizards basically in the classroom he's like a classroom gecko lizard iguana or whatever he is 
but in the in the school they show like the kindergartners and they're like oh watch out for the kindergartners and they the way they portrayed these animated characters were like the kindergartners are like you know like a foot tall and their eyeballs are like all the way on the right side and the left <laughs> side of their heads and they look they look like little fucking goofy you know bobblehead little characters running around and they're like yada 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 you know <laughs> and they like their mouths move like at a thousand miles an hour it reminds me of like shit that like south park does with yeah. You know, Canada. Yeah, with like Canada. <laughs>